0: all right welcome back to another episode of the momentum swing podcast uh brian here we've got garrett on the line uh a a fan favorite um well we're just gonna jump right in jump right in some sports into some some football um hey garrett how much football did you watch this week
1: not much yeah there we go not much i was um i did flip through a couple of games um because <clears throat> i was home this weekend but um sunday was i was working a lot on sunday because i had a bunch of stuff too because i procrastinate all week <laughs> so <laughs> so but
0: yeah um I'm, I'm just gonna briefly talk about a couple games uh the we'll we'll get to the cowboys one last um uh, the Washington Baltimore game. So those happened. That and the Cowboys happened at the same time. And I, I was watching the Cowboys mainly. I, I flip back and forth, but L- Lamar Jackson. So he had, he had seven incomplete passes. I think I might have seen all seven of them. I felt like every time I, every time I switched back to that game, he was like completely missing his receiver. And I'm like, man, he's like not looking good. If you look at the game as a whole, I, I, I don't think there was anything really bad, but he was really just. <laughs> anytime I was watching, he he couldn't hit his receivers, and like open receivers too. Something like Kyler. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna be as harsh as Kyler, but like I, I agree somewhat. Like he's got some issues with his passing game for sure, and I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not gonna go ahead and say it's set in stone he will never win a Super Bowl
1: like Kyler, but <laughs> Yeah, Kyler said that was a he said that was a fact. So that was a fact. <clears throat> he said that's a fact. <laughs> never never in his life will Lamar Jackson win a Super Bowl. He was confident too. Well, I think he I got less confident
0: whenever you gave your opinion.
1: Oh, yeah, whenever I said, hey, let's think about this for a second instead <laughs> of just trying to say some, some BS that's going to sound crazy.
0: Um, also this week, Joe Burrow gets his
1: first win. of His NFL career. Bengals legend, Joe Burrow. Um, he needs to get out of there. <laughs> already, he needs a new team. He needs to get out of there, man. Can you imagine... If if uh, how long are NFL rookies tied up for? I believe it's typically a four-year contract
0: with a fifth-year option. That sucks so bad. Um, I'd kill myself. <laughs> uh, Chargers bucks. Uh, uh, Tom Brady leads a comeback. Uh, he, <laughs> he threw five touchdowns. What?
1: Side. Oh my God! Turning back the clock.
0: Like three hundred, yards. I mean, yeah, he, and th- and that's like, after um, um. I don't I don't remember at what point, but I believe Mike Evans got injured at some point this game. I want to say I thought it was in. It must. I think
1: I think um, he. I think he did get hurt. It must have been in the second half, though. But,
0: but still, you know, uh, that's 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 not an easy feat, especially when you're, um, eighty
1: four years old. Yeah. Looks like Justin uh, Herbert is is uh, finding his footing a little bit. Yeah,
0: he's a is good all thing right.
1: to see. He's a he's a talented young player.
0: Through three touchdowns um, a game.
1: Yeah. I don't who, who do you take? Justin Herbert or Sam Darnold?
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I don't think I probably so. take
1: Sam Darnold. That run against the Broncos. Oh yeah. One, I, that was the Broncos being terrible, but sure. Darnold like it with Darnold, it's still the things of like, it's just flashes of like greatness. But I feel like sometimes, I feel like you get that from anybody. I like Baker has flashes of like being a good quarterback. I don't think Sam Darnold is as bad as some people make it out to be. He's not as bad as some people say. I don't think he's as good as like some people like Kyler say, but I, think I don't know. Kyler said he would take Darnold over like, he didn't say Dak, but I don't remember. He said he would take like Darnold over like Matt Ryan or something. I get Matt Ryan's on a bad team, but let's be real, the man can throw the football.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, you would take you would take Darnold over Matt Ryan? No, no, I'm saying I don't know about that take.
1: Oh. From Kyler. Yeah, me neither.
0: Uh Texans fall to 0 and 4 and fire everyone.
1: Yeah. it's overdue. Way overdue. Long long, long overdue. Should have happened but... a second after that that trade. Yeah, and then the Vikings still look awful. Yeah.
0: Uh, Let's see. What else happened this week? Uh, Bills, Raiders, that was a pretty good game.
1: Texans, big problem. If, if the interim head coach is listening to this, you need to get David Johnson more involved in the offense. He needs at least 20 carries. He needs at least five targets. He needs red zone carries and red zone targets. Oh, wait, that's assuming they get to the red zone.
0: um yeah i don't know i mean the chiefs patriots could have been a good game but
1: that was a snooze fest yeah that was a game i actually watched that game was boring
0: yeah I it, was just, saw a bit it was it. just it was just like a watch of baseball but
1: the the chiefs it was like i don't know it just seemed like it was just like a mistake here they're like they were running the ball a lot and it was like not getting them anywhere and I was like, when are they going to just turn, when are they just going to start airing this thing out? But the problem was it was the the Patriots would like rush three and then they would just drop everybody else back. And they're like, we're just going to make Mahomes see as many defenders as possible and like just crowd the field as much as we can. Like make Mahomes like fit into these little windows and or make him run, which he did a little bit. Um, but I don't know. I, I would have liked to have seen them just, just completely, fully aired out. And be like, we're going to beat you through the air. Um, but their run game was doing nothing. But they just kept pounding the ball on the ground. Um, and, oh yeah, Mahomes, eight carries. So, I mean, he did a little bit, but he only got 28 yards on the ground. Um, but yeah, boring, boring game. At, every time the Patriots run offense, Brian Horner would just go up there and, and just do nothing. <laughs> just do nothing. Just hand the ball off missed throws, finally benched him for Stidham, who um you know what? The stats do not tell the whole story here because the stats look bad, but he played even worse. <laughs> he he had one he had one good back shoulder throw and he had a he had an interception that was called back um due to a pass interference. Um he had a interception that was dropped, I think, and he um it was bad. He was really bad. They were both really bad. Um, Damian Harris looked good though. Um, which is nice. James White obviously looked looked good. He always looks good. Um no clue why the Patriots just refused to, to run the ball with him. He got three carries for twenty one yards, seven yards apiece. Um I just I I just I like Damian Harris is a good running back. I'm just still stunned that like, because the the prevailing thought when they have James White in is like they're going to throw him the football like he's a receiving back. You know James White led the Patriots in receptions with seven, right? But like, they know when he's in they're like, well they're probably you know I mean they're they're probably won't run with him. He only had three carries on the night. If you start running with him more often, like you know switch it up, like it's not going to be. Um, As easy for them to stop him running the football, and it's not going to be as easy for them to stop them passing the football because they truly don't know which one it's going to be. I don't know. I feel like James White is like a very versatile tool, and they don't use him as much as they should. All right, are you ready to get into the Cowboys game? I mean, you know, it's that we are, or not we are. They are who we thought they were. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's simple. They are who we thought they were. Dak throws 41 completions on 58 attempts for 502 yards. Four touchdowns and a pick. At Even though there were a couple of throws. Game. What? That pick was at, like the end of the game too, right? I don't know. there were a couple of throws. Like there was a completion of C D Lamb early in the game that went right through uh a defender's hands. Like but this game, nobody should be talking about Dak Prescott after this game. I mean, the Cowboys were down forty one to fourteen at one point. They scored twenty-four unanswered points in the fourth quarter. But nobody should be talking about Dak Prescott or the offense right now. They should be talking about the how the Cowboys defense gave up Dang near 50 points to the Cleveland Browns. God, man. Brutal. They gave up.
0: They couldn't stop anything.
1: Couldn't stop anything. Couldn't stop the run. Um, Dearness Johnson had 13 carries for 95 yards. Odell Beckham running the football had two carries for 73 yards and a score. Kareem Hunt went 11 for 71 with two touchdowns. Chubb went six for 43. Dontrell Hilliard went five for 19. Um, catching the football, Odell, five catches, 81 yards, two scores. Landry, five for 48. Um, it couldn't stop anyone or anything. Jarvis Landry, throwing the football, one for one, 37. Threw an absolute dot to Odell Beckham in the in the corner of the end zone. It's beautiful, man. It's a beautiful play. The Odell end around run, 50 yard run. That was a beautiful play. Man, the Browns offense, when they when they're always incorporating stuff like that, and also when they're playing an awful defense like the Cowboys, it's just so fun to watch. Like, just like the creativity. Yeah,
0: everything was working for
1: them. Yeah. yeah. But then again, you can't really say too much about the Browns' offense because Basically anything works when you're playing the Cowboys defense. Oh,
0: man, awful. I mean, that they, they, you know, the 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 lowest amount they scored in a quarter was seven. They scored more than seven in the other three quarters. <laughs> that's, that's, that's insane. A, it's pretty ridiculous, you know. I mean, uh, uh, against again, it, it's the Browns that they they're, they're they're the team that have the pieces that they should be good on paper, but they never are. They were this week. Yeah, you were the team that they showed up against. It's embarrassing.
1: Yeah, and people saying like, "Oh, the Browns are three and one." Are the Browns that bad? Yes, the <laughs> Browns. The Browns got beat thirty-eight to six by the Ravens. They beat the Bengals thirty-five to thirty, and they beat the football team thirty-four to twenty. So yes, they are that bad. The. The the main and baker. Baker just does nothing. Like, sit in the in the football, Washington football team, in that game, he went 16 for 23, just over 150 yards and two touchdowns. Bengals game, 16 for 23. Is that the exact did I just say that? Is that the exact same line? I thought he said so 16. Forward. No, in the in the football team. 16 for 23. In the Bengals game. Baker Mayfield, 16 for 23, 219 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, Game one against the Browns. This is going to be even worse. Well, 21 for 39. They had to air the ball out trying to come back. uh, Only for 189 yards, one touchdown and one pick. And against the Cowboys, 19 for 30. So, like, uh, the man just doesn't do a whole lot.
0: He's tired from all these commercials, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I saw. I was listening to the. Um, I was watching the NFL mic'd up. I think it's week three, and he was walking around and he was like joking with everybody. He was telling everybody the same joke, like they would like throw a cup on the ground because the Browns were at home, and like somebody would throw a cup on the ground. And he'd be like, "Hey, pick that up. Like, don't don't leave trash on the ground in my house," because of those like what is it? It's like progressive commercials or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Ah, uh, I don't know. You know, one highlight from
0: the Cowboys, of course, that's on the offensive side, was they they had three two-point conversions, and they had, I think it was two fourth-down conversions, all of which, in my opinion, looked good. You know, they didn't do the thing that teams usually do, where it's like, oh, let's be strategic, and let's go for two here, so that it helps us in the future, however, we're yeah. Gonna, we're gonna do the most basic play possible. Yeah. They didn't do that, and so I I I like that. But you know they would they would have to do it thirty times in order to win a game because their defense is God. awful. They, I don't they're know man. They're so bad. I don't know. I don't know. They're just a bad team. They're third place in, in the NFC East right now. Yeah, it's awful. In the NFC East, they're third place. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Uh, I like it. I enjoy it.
1: But... Something... That... that, The NFC East needs to be just eradicated. (laughs) It's so funny. Just blow it up. Because, you know,
0: you can see a lot of success in all the teams over, like, the past decades. It's like... Yeah. Except for the
1: the football team.
0: well, Well, like, the late 80s, early 90s, Washington had, like, a dynasty right after, like, directly after dallas had their dynasty nobody cares about all that in the 90s then you know in the 2000s new york didn't have like a dynasty but they got the two super bowls the eagles got the one in the 2010s
1: yeah and the eagles were always competitive you know they went to the super bowl against the patriots with donovan McNabb. um had a chance to to come back at a fourth quarter drive um had a chance to tie that ball game up and then i think donovan McNabb threw a pick or something like that so I mean, they didn't go to the Super Bowl and get killed. Like, they had a good team for a good long while. Then they had Michael Vick come in, um, and he he led a, a fun Eagles team, him and Deshaun Jackson and a few other guys. Um, they, had a, they had a fun Eagles team to watch. They had that big comeback against New York um, to squeak into the playoffs that one year, and then, of course, as you said, the Super Bowl. So, like, every team in this division has had, like, some modicum of like success in recent memory not in recent memory well not in recent memory but like that's the
0: thing and you know something I, as I far as kind of, of... like
1: in my in my lifetime i have seen the giants and the eagles succeed right yeah i've not seen the cowboys or washington succeed
0: the thing i've I, I guess realized today is it's like all all 4 of their all four of those teams ever since they won their last super bowl they've just had a lot of struggle that's yeah. just what they're their their organization has been since their last super bowl it's just struggle (laughs) you know
1: um how much blame how much blame do you put on mccarthy
0: i don't know i i think it's organizational problems because like
1: people i don't i mean points against dallas is literally i mean they're worse than the falcons in points against. Dallas is literally <laughs> bottom of the league. They are last in points against. Yeah. They are last in points four. Dallas is third in the NFC in points four, only behind Green Bay, who has an absurd 152, and the Seahawks, which have an absurd 142. They're above the Saints, the Buccaneers. Um, they're above the Rams, uh, Cardinals. Like all these teams that we consider great offensive teams, Cowboys are are better than them. And they are better than anyone in the, in the AFC. They're third in the NFL in points for They are last in points against. I don't want anybody, and I'm a profound Dak hater. If you listen to Moment, not hater, but crit, critic, I would say. If you listen to season one of the Momentum Swing podcast, you'll understand that. And you'll understand that I'm, I'm harsh on Dak. I am because I didn't like the move of them pulling Tony Romo and giving Dak quote unquote his chance because he didn't, he didn't really do much to deserve it. He had a great team behind him. He had a good defense. He had the best offensive line in football. He had uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Um, He was gifted a perfect situation. And like, yeah, he went 13 and three. He went 13 and three with a, a simplified playbook. Like, the, the potential for, for winning the Super Bowl was not there with that. And I don't think you give that run to him just to be like, well, we owe it to him, like, stick with the hot hand. Because, like, if you really sat down and thought about it, you're like, there's no way they're making the Super Bowl with Dak Prescott at quarterback in year one. Like, it's just not going to happen. Like, it just wasn't. He, he 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 did. He had, like, five pass attempts over, like, Fifteen yards or something like that. The whole year he had like five, um, and that just limits your offense. And when it gets down to the playoffs, you're going to need like different types of offense. You're not going to be able to just pound the b- ball on the ground the whole time and like get out to an early lead and then just pound the ball on the ground. It's not going to happen. So I was like, I-, I was very against it. I think after all Romo has done for you, you haven't managed to build a team around him good enough to compete even once. Um, the only real I think teams that had a chance to win were the the team um, that they had in uh, as it 2008 or 2009 the Seahawks the playoff game that team probably had a chance to win. Um, it's unfortunate the way that season ended with the with the the rain and the the slip and Romo botches the the snap and he almost manages to get in on the ground as a heartbreaking moment for a young naive Cowboys fan in me um and and the Green Bay Packers the Des Bryant catch which was a catch like let's it it's so nobody's talked about it in so long it was a catch can we all look back and say it can packers fans look back and say it it was a catch we all know it was a catch he caught the ball took two steps and then dove for the line it was a catch we all know it so like and that team as well i think that was a team that had a chance but it's just so crazy to me that after all that he did for them, they don't build a team around him even once. Never give him a good defense. Never, ever. Only gave him a somewhat capable defense. He was carrying teams. He was carrying the Cowboys on his back through their offense the whole time. And then when when Romo is, is trying to make plays because the the defense has given up 31 points and he throws a couple of picks, everybody's ready to crucify him. But it's... But then they finally have a good chance and and Romo's obviously coming back off injury, but they say he's totally good, ready to go. I mean, there was no reason to bring him back earlier because they had Dak and he everything was going well. But once it gets to the playoffs, like this is the best team that you guys have probably ever had. You gotta give him the shot. Like so I was I was upset about Dallas with that, and it it that was definitely like the end of my Dallas like being a Dallas fan. Cause I was like, I can't stand by and watch this shit anymore. I really can't. And so I was like, done. Sounds like a slow uh, loser to me. No, I just decided that this is not a team I want to support, and this is not a this is not a head coach I want to support. This is not an owner I want to support. Um, and if the the head coach has changed, if the management changes, if the culture around the around the whole thing changes, maybe maybe I'll 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 go back. But I also hate a lot of Cowboys fans. Um, so it's not necessarily a group i want to be associated with or become a part of um wow if we look at them currently right
0: they're one and three third in the division i'm
1: gonna play the giants next week
0: they can't lose that one right
1: i don't think there is any way dallas loses that yeah i don't think there's any way Unless like Dak gets hurt, which God forbid. I don't know.
0: It, Andy Dalton, I think could still beat the Giants. Oh, I forgot that they had Dalton.
1: Oh yeah, okay. Dalton's
0: very capable.
1: Yeah, so I think, um, yeah, I don't think there's any way that they lose.
0: So, it, also some other games for for next week. I I just feel like again there's like kind of a lot of like lopsided ones. Um, but, but Bill's Titans, um, assuming the Titans play, I, I don't think there's any issues with that going into this week, but you know, who knows? Um,
1: that one in Raiders chiefs, Yeah, you never know. Also, can we, can we talk about that for a second? The tight, I, I don't know all the details, but the Titans, obviously they had a few players that tested positive, um, then that means that. It's like okay well they have enough players that they're not gonna play so then the they were gonna play the Steelers right yes so then it's like okay now the Steelers can't play their their game is delayed now their bye week what it switches so they're just calling this their bye week now yeah or do they have an okay so their their bye week is switched out of their control um the cam newton gets gets covid the the Patriots Chiefs game was up in the air um the the Titans game for next week is up in the air. It's so frustrating just as a football fan. But also it's like in fantasy football, like this, this crap sucks. Like, let's just be real. This crap sucks. Like I'm sitting here waiting on Sunday morning because I stayed up all night because my sleep schedule is just messed up. Um, I stayed up all night and I'm setting my fantasy lineups at about 9 a.m. So the games are about to come on in about three hours. I'm setting my lineups. And this is the same thing about let's say somebody goes to work in an office in an office where they can't have access to their like phone or their any of this stuff and so they can't like change or set their lineups or anything this is a, the reality for a lot of people on sunday um, on well, maybe not on sunday like maybe not going into an office but i know that i worked at when i worked at target oh, sure. i worked almost every sunday
0: yeah me too
1: and it, when I it at... wasn't exactly a situation where i didn't have my phone like i could take a 15 minute you, break you
0: you had to you can't be invested
1: yeah and i wasn't checking my phone constantly to like see the updates so like an hour or two could go by where i was busy and i wouldn't see my phone like there there are people who on sunday like for no problem of their own like it's just they're not glued to fantasy but they're still invested in their team they still want to win they still put the work in all week to figure out what the best matchup is for them but on on Sunday morning at nine o'clock, nine thirty even I can't remember what exact time it was. But the 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 Chiefs Patriots game, there was no official word. However, on Yahoo Fantasy, the game said postponed. It said PPD on any Patriots or Chiefs player, and they in in the lineup went on Yahoo Football on Yahoo Fantasy Football. If you play it in your lineup, it'll show. Like, the points, it's like fan points or whatever, um, fantasy points. And then uh, it's right beside their projections, and that's the amount of actual points they have. If a player hasn't played yet, there will be a dash right there. Um, So if a player hasn't played yet, like the game hasn't gone on, or if they, are, uh, you know, whatever, there's a dash there. There was 0.00 in that spot for every Chiefs and Patriots player. Like, this guy has a zero for the week, like, the game is postponed. Like, do not play them. And so I said, okay. So I can't play in either of my leagues. I can't play my number one running back, well, Edwards Allaire. Well,
0: they post they they posted a thing that said, hey, it might play Monday.
1: If they do, it'll count this week. If they don't, then it won't. But it's 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 still up in the air. Like nobody has any idea. And if if you don't if you don't because it's a month they're they're saying it might be played on monday night like
0: i swear it got i swear that got announced on like saturday night
1: mm -mm. it was on sunday morning it still was not announced and then i think i sent it in my other group chat they said it it got announced at like 10 a.m but like there's a lot of people who set their lineups that morning or even saturday night and they don't have that information so well, I, I, so I left my number one running back, Edwards Alaire on the bench in both my leagues. I had no option to play James White. Um, I had to drop Harrison Bucker in both my leagues because, I mean, I don't have a spot to pick up either of these. So I'm just like, it, it's it sucks. The whole COVID thing sucks. The National Football League is not handling it well at all.
0: It is. It's super weird to me, and this is we can we can you know wrap up football, but it's super weird to me that you had one game. You, had, you just had to play later in the year. One game got pushed back, but that was also a possibility. And then it's the Cowboys playing, and there's a bunch of people in the stadium.
1: Yeah, it seems stunning. Like, it seems
0: kind of irresponsible, right? Stunning. All right, so if if you want. to you know, do a little bit on basketball. Uh finals going on right now. Uh
1: the the only thing I have to say is Jimmy Butler is is the man. G- he's just he he was so much better than any other player on the court in game three. Um, legitimately doing everything. Forty point triple double, um guarding LeBron, obviously had a triple double, so he's getting assists, he's getting rebounds. Um and he didn't. He didn't take a three, which is so bizarre. Um, didn't even attempt one. So just, just a ridiculous game from from Jimmy Butler. It, it looked like he was just scoring at will. He was fifteen for twenty, which is just an absurd stat line for a fifty point game. Um, and yeah, it sucks because, like, like that's what they're gonna have to have. Like the the Heat didn't play. Excuse me. Do, <laughs> do you need to postpone some stuff? The the allergies are going crazy. Better be allergies. Um, what? COVID does not make you sneeze. Like. Um, but no. What was I talking about? I <laughs> Tell about Jimmy track. Butler. <laughs> oh, Jimmy Butler. Talking about that man, Jimmy Butler um yeah he he was just a legend but the problem is for the heat that you know this is a this was a game that is not so unlike like many of the other games like this wasn't like i guess that's a good thing for the heat that it's not like a game where you know is is crazy one way or the other but the the problem is you're going to need this night from jimmy pretty much every night to win like they won by like 10 or something like that it wasn't a huge blowout the game was close in the fourth because uh it was 91 91 in the fourth and then the heat kind of pulled away at the end and and the lakers kind of took their foot off the gas but yeah it i the problem is that like bam and drogic are still hurt like you're you're still going to need this type of night from jimmy um and it, it definitely, I don't think it changed my opinion of Jimmy that much because I already thought pretty highly of Jimmy Butler. But it um, it definitely didn't, like, as, as excited as I was to see it, as much as I want so badly for the Heat to win this series and to, and, at the very least, make it competitive or more competitive than it has been right now, um, it t- to me, it's just a, it hasn't changed my mind about the series. I think there's just too much talent in L.A., um, and this one's just... I think it's just going to continue to be ugly. I think game four is going to be ugly. Um, the Lakers will probably win it. And I think they'll probably win in five. And unfortunately, Kyler is going to be right. Because he said the Lakers in five. But that was before half Miami's team got hurt. But yeah. Um, it's a great game. Jimmy Butler is incredible. Um, and It sucks. It sucks for basketball. It's um, very fortunate for LeBron, though. All right. Um,
0: one tiny hockey topic: the NHL draft is October sixth and seventh. So.
1: Do you think any of our listeners give a crap about the NHL draft?
0: Um, there's one that potentially does. I don't know.
1: Amanda, do you give a crap about the NHL draft? <laughs> Shout out Amanda. She was on our the last episode talking uh, MLB, which we're about to get into. And so. we
0: didn't talk over her even once.
1: Not even once. We let her speak. We love women on this podcast. <laughs> we are a Women First podcast. We're an equal opportunity employer. Um, and yeah, you know, equality let's get into baseball okay so here's <laughs> here's what i want to do so first off we'll do like a little recap of
0: like uh our picks let me pull that up so and we'll
1: do while, while while brian's oh you got it
0: yeah so i just want to give like our record right now okay and then we'll go through the matchups and, and talk about all that but right now through the wild card round so there's eight games Mm -hmm. i'm five and three on my predictions garrett is six and two
1: six and two perfect in the nl
0: yes yes good point um okay so so here's what we're gonna do we'll go okay so on the al side
1: and let's be honest the two teams that i picked in the al that lost were the twins and the uh blue jays and i only picked the blue jays because i didn't know much about either team and I picked the Blue Jays because I didn't have enough upsets on the on the AL, so I was like, I need another upset. And then I picked the Twins just because I hate the Astros. Like that was just pure, like I want this team to win, so I'm picking them.
0: Okay, so so if you look so, at the ALDS, we'll look technically at I'm eight and zero. Well, no, uh, Astros A's. So the A's beat the White Sox in three. Astros beat the Twins in two. Um, they just played game one today astros won 10 to 5 the astros are
1: undefeated in the playoffs
0: (laughs) blew up um you hate to see it uh oakland's uh bullpen which has been strong this year so that's interesting um i don't know i okay so so both of us predicted oakland to win this series Mm -hmm. now for me i i think okay Oakland is a more well-rounded team compared to like the Twins, right? Uh, the twins, I'm not big on their pitching. They, they if you know if they beat the Astros, they're going to beat them on offense. Um, yeah, whereas... their bats
1: just didn't show up. Like they got right, beat yeah. four to one and th- three to one. Yeah, like... the
0: Astros managed those two games and this game as well, like perfectly. Uh, so, so you know, yeah, give credit where credit's due, uh, Dusty Baker. It has to be a, a huge reason why they've won these three games um, but if you look at Oakland, they've, they, they have good pitching, both starting and bullpen they've got good hitting as well if, if you go going into this, again, Astros are a little shorthanded on pitching their hitting has been okay uh, it's done really well in, in the postseason um, and their pitching has done well as well the uh, another thing to point out though again it's it's, it's a five game series in which they're five games back to back i think that if that hurts one team over the other it, it would be the astros they don't have um i don't think they have um
1: you don't think they have the depth i don't
0: think they have as much depth at, at, at pitching e- even after this game I, I still think oakland win the series
1: and and me too um and what is the what is the rotation because i noticed that this game was um, it wasn't Mania, on the mound, or the 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 A's ace. It was like some somebody else.
0: It, yeah, I mean, it wasn't it was Chris, either Bassett, team's Chris ace.
1: Bassett. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Astros had McCullers. So I'm wondering what what point in the rotation is this? Is um, this their like number two guys? Because I know they still the left. like Do They have Branky. I don't even know who the Astros have anymore. Yeah, yeah, they have Ganki. I I
0: feel like McCullers would be their number two, but I guess he's the number three right now because he didn't pitch in their game two.
1: Yeah, because I'm all mixed up because the because uh, Freed pitched game one for the Braves and he, and he's going again in game one for the for the DS. Um, but the Braves had like an extra day off, so a lot of these guys that went in game one for um. For these other teams, they didn't have the those same rest because the Marlins game got postponed, so the Braves had to wait a couple a few extra days. Um. So yeah, it looks like the Astros. It looks like Greinke is their number one. Yeah. Um. And I, but I think,
0: I don't think I don't because they, they threw think they they threw through.
1: they threw Greinke, and then they threw Jose Arcidi. Is he is he a starter or is he a bullpen guy?
0: I don't really know all of their guys. Right they now. threw
1: Arcidi in in game two against the Twins, so I'm not sure. Let me, let me take a look in, at the Athletics and see who they threw. They threw Lizardo in game one, I believe, and then they threw Bassett in game two. Why Bassett pitched game two, and now he's pitching again? This doesn't make any sense.
0: I think um. I think Bassett's a left-handed pitcher. I think that's why they pitched him.
1: And then it looks like um, it looks like that game three for the Athletics was a bullpen start, just a by committee kind of thing. Yeah, because they they threw fires. It was as far as he's team? a starter. So they threw fires. I guess they pulled him because he got beat up pretty early. He he pitched an inning in two thirds and and gave up five hits. So. I don't know what's going on with the rotation, um, but yeah, it's just weird because of the the days off and, and the not days off. Yeah, I still believe in the Athletics. I think that they're they're deeper. I think that the only problem is that um, any team I want to win typically doesn't. <laughs> so um, I obviously want the Athletics to win, and you know, just it never never quite works out that way. Um, also, the Astros. I feel like they're just like, and it's it sucks so bad. Because it's, like, like if there's a team that, like, if you're, like, the bad guys and it's, like, out of your control or, like, you're, like, the bad guys for, like, a cool reason. Like, the Pistons. <laughs> the Pistons, the Detroit Pistons, the bad boy Pistons, they were bad guys because they didn't have the same talent. They didn't have the same name recognition as, as like, Larry Bird and, and Michael Jordan and all the other great teams in the Eastern Conference at the time. But what they did have was physicality, aggressiveness, and they were, like, well it like you're just not you're going to be afraid of us like that's that's our only way to play like we just do not have the same level of talent as you guys but we have a we have a different mentality so that's like if you drive to the basket like listen you'll get two free throws but you are going to be hurting and like you're not going to want to go back in there and it was just a it's just like a an identity that they had to take on because it was like what they had to do against the the super like superheroes of the Eastern Conference at the time, and it, you know it got them a couple of championships, um, but they they didn't cheat. Like people were upset about it, and I can imagine like if I was watching the NBA at that time, I would I would hate them, and everyone hated them. Like most people hated them. Um, people only really started liking the Bad Boy Pistons when the thirty for thirty came out, and now after the fact, there's a, a sort of um, respect for them in the same way that I kind of have respect for LeBron in Miami as a, as a likable sort of villain, you know? Um, but the Astros, like I, I have no respect or sympathy or anything. Like you're not a likable villain. You're just a villain. I hate you. I want your team to go. 0 162. And I want everybody from Boy, the team to get like... fired and, and never play baseball again. I hate them. I hate them all. They do not deserve like anybody that was on that 2017 team and the entire organization in general, like, you guys do not deserve to be doing what you're doing. Like, plain and simple. Altuve should be out of the league. Correa should be out of the league. Like, it's just, it, it's you completely compromise the integrity of baseball. And, and I'm not even a big guy that's, like, stickler to the game. But it's just plain and simple. Like, how embarrassing is that? It's like if you're playing a video game and you're, like, use hacks. It's like, what is even the point? Like, I get it's baseball. The point is, like, it's something that you may not be able to achieve any other way and there's a lot of monetary gain for winning the world series and there's other devious stuff like that but it's just like it's ridiculous man so so like and and so i get the Astros like it just feels like they're playing with this like villain mentality like Correa said it which Correa is so stupid it's unbelievable but yeah hold on
0: hold on Correa i i don't i don't want to like i don't know i don't want to be rude or anything but Correa legitimately sounds stupid when he
1: talks he speaks out every day about like oh they hate us because we're winning they hate us because we're so good they hate us because this they hate us because that everybody hates you because you cheated and then nobody got punished for it the only reason you guys opened up about it is so you wouldn't get punished it's like the worst thing imaginable yeah
0: i i agree with all of what he said unfortunately they've shown up,
1: you know, and they've, they've... and then, and then no one apologized for it. And what frustrates me about it is because they have this victim mentality. They have a mentality of like, Oh, well let's go out and show them what we are because we're, we're this and we're that. And we're not, you know, we're not the villains or like we will embrace being the villains. You hate us and we'll just win. And you're going to hate us even more. It's like, you shouldn't think that way because people hate you for a very valid reason. They hate you because you're bad people. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. No, I agree. And so it just sucks. It just sucks to see. I hope they lose the next three in a row. hope they get beat by 10 every single game. It sucks. It sucks for baseball. I do not want the Astros to make it past the ALDS. People are like, people are like, oh, I hope the A's beat the Astros. But if the Astros win, hey, it's not that bad. We might get a Astros-Yankees matchup. You know what? They'll probably just beat the Yankees. Like, they're... They're an unstoppable freight train of negativity and toxic attitudes and negative... It just sucks. They all suck. All right. So,
0: going through the Yankees and Rays. So, Yankees... Uh, this is a
1: pick that's going to be right for me. I, I hate to tell you, Brian. Okay. This, is a, this is a pick that's going to be gonna right. I'm going to
0: be really honest with you. I would 100% understand if all four of my picks are wrong. But, okay. Yankees, they, they, uh, they beat Cleveland in two uh tampa bay beat uh the blue jays in two so now they're playing each other um we disagreed on this one i got the Rays. garrett has the yankees you want to give your piece first
1: the yankees just have too much firepower they just have too much firepower they have too much experience um they have obviously garrett cole they they just have too much so
0: garrett cole is not a
1: positive for the yankees in this series he won today. He didn't win today. I mean, he pitched in the game that the Yankees won today.
0: I, I realize he got a win today, but...
1: like I, he I don't know what he didn't four, you want to say. You you need to you need to win three games. He won. He no. pitched, and the Yankees won one of them. They only need two more now. I know, I know. But You're psycho.
0: No, the Rays hit well against Garrett Cole.
1: yeah but he only gave up three runs and the Yankees scored nine yeah and I I get a lot of, I get a lot of that that was on that grand slam but still like they were it, it it wasn't a problem like it wasn't they Yankees looked really good yeah the 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 Yankees uh bullpen didn't give up a hit like the the Rays are just not they're just not ready just plain and simple they're not ready the yankees have too much firepower um and everybody on the yankees like they just have like a yankees attitude they just go up there and swing the bat they, they say you know what i'm gonna go up there and i'm gonna knock this, the crap out of this thing like they they just have like a swat. they're they're playing like the astros like they they're have the, like the, no, they're mentality like of the yankees like,
0: <laughs> they're playing um, like the the actual yankees not the yankees we've seen the past you know 10 years
1: yeah so like I mean, I I just think that they're unstoppable, um, and yeah. I would not Listen, I would not be really surprised good. to see them come out of the AL. I think they're I think they were my pick to go to yeah, the World Series I like, from the I AL. I want
0: to point that I like I want to I want to point out last week you made fun of me for saying for having the number one seed raise in the in the World Series, but you picked a Yankees Dodgers World Series.
1: Get out of here. <laughs>
0: Talked Listen, about that, number one seed. That, that's who
1: I think is going to go, because the Rays are yeah. a great well, team. I, well, I do too. But they haven't shown me anything yet. Every time I watch the, the Rays, I don't see them do anything. They haven't shown me, okay? And, and, the, and the Padres, the other thing about the Padres is I feel like the same thing. I feel like they're a great team, but the problem is they're really young. So they're going to have a bad game. Their morale is not right. The, their morale is simply not right. Like, they're a young team. They... The momentum swings easily for them
0: so we're moving into that one all right we're moving just going right into that now Padres Dodgers and I disagree with you I don't know what that okay
1: here's the thing a young team is easily affected by like the momentum and like the mentality of it like they can easily get down on themselves and it looked like in game one against the Cardinals like they got down on themselves
0: but they won the series
1: they like what you're saying they needed two
0: wins they got two wins
1: exactly but here's the thing like in game two it was a great game and there was like a, a nice comeback and and obviously it was like they they did a great job and they won game three four to zero but like like it they just they do not inspire confidence in me they really don't like they were the missing majority like their
0: of that, two best pitchers in that series
1: for the majority of that game for the majority of those games like i don't know like Tatis to me, he seems like he can get taken out of the game so easily. Like it seems like if the momentum is not going their way, like mentally he is just not there. Like that's so that's he cannot regulate his mentality.
0: That huge home run he hit, he was going over three that game, and then he hit the home run. How is he? Because because the
1: momentum was already going back in their way. Like no, like he stepped up to the plate, being like, oh, now we have a chance because we got guys on. Let me step up and try to do something here. If he comes up to that plate with nobody on, I guarantee you he gets out again. Because he's like, well, this is hopeless. We don't got anybody on. That was his mentality are the the entire time. Do, what do the Dodgers do that inspire confidence? They have
0: experience. They have, the they have experience, experience, experience losing in the playoffs. I
1: don't know. I think Kershaw's done losing in the playoffs. I think he's had enough of it. Um, I just think they have too much talent.
0: But they always have too much talent. The Dodgers are always the team...
1: That they're always the best
0: team that never wins anything.
1: But I think it, at a certain point, they have to break through. I mean, their their lineup is ridiculous. Their lineup is absurd. They're, at a certain point, they have to break through that wall. And I think this is the year.
0: All right. It might be, again, I'll, like I say, all every one of these picks I can see going the, the opposite way. And a big reason to that for me is because they're all division opponents playing each other yeah and that always adds an extra just weird uh extra variable in there
1: yeah they have a lot of familiarity with each other and that that changes things a lot like you know in a, in a in a a series where in the playoffs like you haven't seen this team a lot maybe there's a reliever that like comes up and in a big moment and especially in the ds where you only need to win three games like there, there could be a reliever that comes in like your team has not seen this year. And there are, there could be some batters on the team that haven't seen them ever, you know. And like that, you know, somebody out of your bullpen could control like two, three innings and basically win you that game. um. And like that is, that's a huge thing that isn't there. Another huge thing that isn't there is home field advantage. It's just completely gone. Yeah, well. At a, at, a, at a neutral site, same thing as where, the NBA bubble. Where,
0: where are they playing at? who the dodgers and the pretty Play. sure they're
1: playing at globe Life, right
0: yeah so that's kind of an advantage for the padres hit <laughs> pretty good there <laughs> yeah the dodgers have insane pitching they have an insane lineup they never do anything with it i think the padres are just more electric on offense so we'll see i think i think that one and the yankees one i think those are going to be really really good series.
1: I hope that I hope they'll be really good cuz Cause, cause game 1 uh, I and like we said earlier, I think a lot of people are going to be misled by game 1 cuz the the Yankees did get 5 in the ninth and one was a was it Aaron Judge or was it Stanton? One of the two, I don't so, one, which one of them, hit. one of them hit a grand slam. I think it was Aaron Judge. It was no, it was Stanton. Okay, uh Stanton hit a grand slam in the ninth inning. Um it's a very interesting decision by the Rays, too, because they were only down two at that point. It was, um, no, they're, the, okay, no, because one had already scored, yeah, yeah, they, they, so they were down five to three at that point, and the bases were loaded, and there was one out, and Stanton was coming up, and they, I can't remember who was on the mound, let me check, let me check, it was John Curtis, John Curtis was on the mound, um, Top of the night, they were down by one going in this inning. Now they're down by two. Base are loaded with one out. He's, he's not looking good. He's, he's struggling to find his location. He's all over the place. And there was nobody in the bullpen. They said, we're living and dying by John Curtis, and we're not going to try to save him. We're not going to do – we're not going to even get anybody warmed up. What batter is he What? At that point. He looked bad, like ever since he came in. No, like, but I mean, he like what, bad what from number the first bad batter was he on? I don't remember, because hmm. he he gave up four hits, wow. and two walks. So he he did he did not have a good inning, um, and not at all. Not once during the inning was anybody ever up to uh, throw. They said we're going to live, and we're going to die by this, and you know what? To me, that what that said was, I'm fine with losing game one. Which is like such a strange mindset in the in the MLB playoffs because it's like the MLB playoffs are about like doing anything you can to like getting any leverage you can and just using that to try to you know leverage out a win and like at a certain point it's like I, I, I don't it's just rare you ever see that it just felt like he just gave up I don't know how deep their bullpen is and he was the the third or the fourth guy that they had used out of the bullpen in that game. It doesn't really but I don't really matter how
0: know. deep they are when you're playing five back to back games.
1: Yeah, it's it struck me super, super weird. Alright, Gary. Um but yeah.
0: We're gonna get into the Braves and Marlins. I'm gonna I'm gonna give my stuff up front, and then I'll let you do your thing, alright? Alright. Okay, so
1: This is a sweep! This is a sweep.
0: All right. So Miami. Um who did Miami play? Cubs, maybe Chicago. Cubs. Um, Atlanta. Who did Atlanta play? <laughs> I don't know why I'm blanking What? This.
1: They shut out the Cincinnati Reds. The Reds. Over 20, Red. 22
0: innings, yes. they shut out
1: the Cincinnati Reds. Yes. So the Braves in two
0: uh, beat the Reds. Reds didn't score in either game. Obviously, like Garrett's saying, 22, 20, two, 22 innings because the first game went to extras. Uh, scoreless extras um longest game in
1: mlb postseason history without a run
0: everything that i said that was skeptical of the braves they proved wrong in this series they proved that what
1: were some of the points that you said you were against them
0: really it really just was the pitching so and and while I mean, obviously they, they did have a lot in the first, but but it, it's it's you, you didn't have to see a whole bunch of starting pitching. Obviously, it was just two games, but but the bullpen was fantastic, and those two starters. Well,
1: it's good that there was only two games because the Braves don't have any more starting pitching. Right, it's and just that, Max that's, and Ian.
0: Right, and that's kind of the point. But what's nice is what you saw out of that bullpen is that's that's your game three. You know,
1: those. Yeah, the- you had a full because Max did. I can't remember if Max did six. I think Max six did seven. Six is like a third, right? Isn't it? Um, let me check. Let me check. I got it right here. Let me see what Max did. Because Max came through for us big time. But we knew he would. Come on now. Max Freed did seven full innings. Okay. Um, And then, obviously, the bullpen did eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and thirteen. So they did six. That, I mean, you know, six scoreless. Um, As far as hits goes, it was a little shaky. You know, Darren O'Day gave up a hit. Matzik gave up two. Shane Green gave up two. They were walking some batters. Um, there was bases loaded with one out in back-to-back innings. Um, but that's the thing. Like, these Braves, these guys don't get rattled, you know? um, And part of that is the Reds, like, you know, I have no idea how to manufacture runs. Same with the Braves, and that's one of the things that worries me about the Braves is that it's always like everybody's a great hitter. So we think, you know, if there's a if there's a um, guy on first with nobody out, and we can win the game with one run, and we're thinking about should we bunt him over or not, and everybody's like, I think the Braves mentality is like, oh, this hitter is so good. I think there was one point where I was like, I can't. I think it was Swanson swanson was up to bat and it was in that exact same situation it was bottom of the ninth or bottom of the 10th but the leadoff run was on um and there was an opportunity to bunt him over um but they didn't and the you know the inning went nowhere because of it it's just like our hitters are really really good and there's a good chance on any pitch that that they can take one out or they can shoot one of the gap and you know i'm pretty happy and and I trust basically everyone in the lineup to get a hit when we need it. But the problem is, like, the the, the pitch is, like, everything is so much more in-depth. It's like they're not going to give you anything to hit. Like, and I don't know. In the MLB playoffs, like, Arod rod said it during the, the broadcast, and A-Rod knows what he's talking about. Manufacturing sometimes. runs is ha- – sometimes. Manufacturing runs, though, is how you get runs during the playoffs. And especially in a game like that, a pitcher's duel – where one run literally did decide the game. If you can manufa- you can sacrifice a whole inning to manufacture one run. Like, I I just feel like it's a super valuable skill that the Braves do not possess at all. Can I ask you a question? Yeah.
0: Because I-, I was listening to that game, and then you know it was actually the same broadcast team for the Yankees game later that day. Yeah. And I'm listening to that, and I'm just thinking like. What team did A Rod play for? Like I'm, I'm just listening to these games, listening to to these commentators, and I'm like, you know, I know he's with the with the Rangers. You know, uh, is there like another team that he possibly played for? And I'm just wishing. I'm just, I'm sitting on my couch. I'm just hoping. Please, please mention what other team that maybe he played for. Please. <laughs> is that what they think the fans do? Cause God, does he only talk about? his his time with the Yankees you know what's funny he should though, not he from... be allowed to come date on a Yankees game it's insane
1: oh so, yeah see I didn't watch the Yankees game so that that didn't come up a lot but like in the first like Alex Rodriguez does play on his experience a lot but in the Braves game it all seemed really relevant and it was all like very interesting and it wasn't like a lot of his experience with the Yankees the one name he kept bringing up was Buck Showalter actually well, he was which his is manager. uh yeah. the yankees of oh, the yankees yeah what are you talking about when was he the manager of the yankees i don't know the years i'll pull it up because i thought he was the manager of the rangers when the when Arod was there um let's see i mean i know he was the he was familiar with him as well because he was the manager of the orioles for a while
0: I don't know. Okay, so when are <laughs> now I don't know what what years was he on? Uh, what years did he play for
1: the Rangers? It's like two thousand early two thousands, right? Yeah, I think you're right. It was like 2002, 2003. Uh, I'm but that's that was what well, came to my mind. That's I, only one year. I could easily be wrong. 2003.
0: They were on the same team. That's the only year.
1: Was that in New York or Texas? In Texas.
0: Yeah, he was he was on the Yankees before. Before A-Rod was there.
1: Oh, okay. But yeah, that was that was the only thing he kept bringing up. But but to get back to the Braves, it's like I'm just, I'm so excited. I'm having so much fun. It's been so much fun. It was so much fun to watch Game One. I didn't catch a lot of Game Two because it came on at 11 a.m. <laughs> um, but like this team is just so so fun to watch, and um, and I'm so happy that they're in the playoffs, and and that the first couple games went so good. And I'm so happy with uh, Max Fried. and I'm, I couldn't be happier with him. And Ian Anderson as well through a gem. And um these are these are young kids that are just going out there and they're just playing, man. Um, and it's just it's so fun to watch and, and the and the Braves have years ahead of this stuff. So um but I you know, I think this truly could be a, a great year, you know. You only need to win three games to get out of this series. Um, only need to win four um in the next couple series, and those series will have multiple starts from Freed, so um and it's not saying we're guaranteed gonna win every freed start but i mean you know those are the games where we definitely have the best uh opportunity but well you only mean, get both...
0: two in a seven game series
1: that's what i'm saying
0: but normally you could potentially get a third well yeah but pull a kershaw
1: yeah or and uh... get blown up because you're on who was... no rest.
0: who was uh who did it against the rangers
1: i have no clue was a
0: guy in the giants didn't that happen I am i hallucinating
1: i'm pretty sure you're hallucinating bumgarner did it against the royals he got three wins
0: i I think that's one thing yeah
1: he got three wins in that series
0: yeah yeah (laughs) that's insane but yeah i don't think that's happening this year (laughs) but yeah i i think they were all exciting series um I could be wrong on all four of them, and I'll only really be upset with one. <laughs> um, I know two of which you would be upset by, but...
1: I'm pretty confident about the Yankees, and I, you know, I'm confident about the Braves. I, I think the Marlins are a good team, and they're so scary um, on a game-to-game basis, but I think over a five-game stretch, um, I'm confident in the Braves. I'm confident
0: um, in all my picks. I just think they're... I think they're all pretty close matchups.
1: I, th- I think the Dodgers and Padres is the one that I'm the least confident about. And if the Astros win, it'll just be proof that there is no God.
0: <laughs> but the cool thing is, if the Marlins win, then you got to go just all in on That's rooting. That's not cool. You just got to go all in on rooting for the Marlins because keep up there never losing a, a
1: playoff series. No, I wouldn't. I would root for the team that is against them.
0: What if it was the Astros?
1: <laughs> <laughs> if it was an Astros Marlins World Series, catch me, uh, catch me in a in all Marlins gear. There you go. Do you can get like one of the like Florida Marlins
0: like hats? Those are those are pretty nice. Catch like... me
1: f- flopping around in the in the Miami Bay. Because I'm gonna be a Marlin. Mm. I, don't, I don't know about all that, but but yeah, dis disappointing start um, with the Astros winning. Obviously, happy to see the I'm happy to see the Yankees win because I don't really care. I don't have any uh, ill feelings you... towards the, it, towards the Yankees, how do you but have I was no happy Ill
0: feeling that... towards the Yankees. What? How you how you gonna
1: like the Yankees? I don't care. The only reason Despicable. I wouldn't like the Yankees is because they have um Garrett Cole. But was Garrett Cole came in after all the cheating stuff, right? Uh eighteen. Were they still cheating in twenty eighteen? I can't remember. They lied so much and tried to try to throw so much smoke over that whole thing. I still don't even remember what they found out or what they confirmed. I thought they confirmed eighteen. Because I'm pretty sure they confirmed 2017 and the playoffs in 2017. And I think that the catch for 2018 was like, yeah, they cheated in 2018, but they didn't cheat in the playoffs in 2018. It's like, well, why don't we give them a gold medal then? (laughs) and And a big happy star.
0: So I'm trying to think. I think...
1: Let's see. I know the Braves... Um, they play tomorrow at 1. Padres. The Astros and Athletics play tomorrow at about 3.30. Yankees and Rays at 7, and Padres and Dodgers play at 8.30. That's central time. Three of
0: the sure. eight have some some recent former Rangers.
1: So I'll just do that. Uh, yeah, the, the Braves have Chris Martin. I'll root,
0: yeah, I'll root, I'll root for Chris Martin. I'll root for Profar. On the Padres,
1: yeah, and, they have Profar and Mazzara. Oh no, no, that's White that's Sox, Sox have Mazzara. Sox, yeah. Sorry.
0: And then I will root for um, Mike Miner on the A's and Jake Diekman on the yeah, A's. Diekman Deep, looked awful
1: tonight. And he
0: looked like really good previously. That's the that's the crazy thing. Yeah, he he, he got, didn't like, have it tonight. Up. Um, I, yeah, I don't think there's anyone else. I don't think there's any on the Astros. Yankees, I don't think so.
1: If you're finna root for anybody on the Astros. Well, yeah. I'll kick you off the podcast. I don't think
0: the Marlins either, but I'm be honest. I don't even know who's on the Marlins roster.
1: <laughs> Me neither, dude. That's what's so scary.
0: I confirmed that Logan Forsyth is not on their roster anymore. <laughs> that could have been one. He played, like, a few games for them, that was it.
1: They have Corey Dickerson, Monte Harrison, John Birdie, Jesus Aguilar, Brian Anderson, Garrett Cooper, Mad Joyce! They have Mad Joyce! He was in the, um, he got struck out in the last game of the season against the Braves. Um, uh, Lewis Brinson, Miguel Rojas, I'm not even going to try to say that name. It's like Magnuris or something and chad wallace and then none of these i th- there there's a couple names i know in here i know Corey dickerson and matt joyce what happened to pretty much it
0: Villar? what what happened to Villar?
1: i don't know boss i just ran down the the lineup card kind of who played in that last game against the cubs oh i see he might still oh, be on there he's know. on the blue
0: jays Oh, I, I do remember that trade happening.
1: Oh, they have Starling Marte too. Unless he got hurt. I think he I think he did. Rip he,
0: he got hit in the hand or something.
1: Oh really? In the
0: last series. I thought. Or was it that
1: Let's see. Oh oh no, he broke his hand. Yeah. Oh no. Well, Urania's hurt. Urania's hurt too. I guess Honestly Urania's though. Urania's a dirtbag, man. I remember when Acuna had that that historic like um home runs uh streak and um Urania was pitching him in like the first inning and he hit him and he hurt him. And um Acuna lost his streak and he lost like he was out for like ten games or something. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs>
0: All right, well, I guess that's it for this week. I don't know if I have anything else to talk about.
1: I don't think I have anything else to talk about, too.
0: Um, if you want, let's do another sports co- podcast. Uh, our friend Kyler has a podcast, Kyler's Sports Opinion, or Kai's Sports Opinion, that Garrett yeah, was just on this past week. Yep. So So if you
1: want to hear me talk more in depth about the NBA finals, you can go over there. It is, let me check the title. Let me get the title for you. Of course, the name of the podcast is Kai's sports opinion. And the name of the episode I was on was the NBA finals heat versus Lakers. Very interesting. Descriptive title, Kyler. Well done. Well done. Um, but yeah, you can hop over there and we talk uh, a little bit more in depth about the NBA finals. And, um, yeah.
0: all right yeah um well i guess that's it for this week
1: yep we'll see this and side. you can follow Yeah. uh <laughs> yeah you can follow us at um for me on twitter at the og string and um for brian you can follow him it is mine's a
0: mine's a hard one to to say it is uh brian bosberg it's in the description if you or you can just look at who gear follows you'll find it. Uh, and then there's a at momentum under, underscore swing is the the yep. podcast Twitter that uh, yep. we and, put and, our and... predictions up there because obviously the uh, when we record doesn't always align with when these playoff games are so we, we put that up there both so we can get up there uh, and then there's the accountability we can't we can't change our picks after the fact all
1: that stuff yeah and, and definitely if we're right exactly which i i'm in the lead so far six and two
0: and uh, and if the first round tells you anything not um, wrong in the NL, no. it tells I'm, you you should
1: actually watch less sports and you'll be right uh you know that just sounds like pure jealousy is what that sounds like <laughs> but yeah, um def- definitely follow the uh momentum underscore swing twitter um, cause we are starting to look into, um, doing more stuff with social media. We're starting to think about putting some clips on there. So let's say you miss an episode of the, um, the momentum swing podcast and, and you want to hear some, um, a little bit of what we talk about before you, before you dive right in, we might have some, some clips go up on Twitter and we're thinking about, uh, TikTok and things like that. So make sure to stay tuned for that. Yeah.
0: A little bit, of um, extra content different forms of content so
1: big things coming soon all right we, we, <laughs> we, we're next up we're next up we're,
0: this podcast is built different yeah we build different all right thank you guys see you next time vote